Good afternoon and welcome to the Markets Today end of day report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 2nd of February and for the day, we closed up 20 points, a pretty good performance considering the lead we had in from US markets. We closed up 20.2 or 0.28% at 7,116.7. We opened at 7,098.7. We had a high of 71.21 and a half and a low of 7,041.9, bouncing off the low end of our recent trading range. But all the bounce and all the goodness in the market today was predicated in resource stocks and very much BHP driving things yet again. Up 27 index points, BHP alone, 3.8% to the good. Rio was up 4.6%, that was six index points. Uh, South 32 was up 5.9%, up 3.9 index points, and Fortescue up 4.7%, up 7.7 index points. So that's where the drivers were coming from. That and energy stocks, Santos up 6.2%, which was 4.6 index points, and Woodside up 6.1% as well. That was also a big 5.1% index points. So there was all the good news. The rest of the market was sloppy to say the least, although we did get some price rises in some of the rare earths. Linus up 2.3, IGO up 1.1. We saw some bouncing in lithium stocks. Alchem up 1.1%. Mineral resources up 1.3. Didn't really get the memo about the iron ore price uh, for them. And Aluka up 3.3 points. Gold also doing quite well today. We had Newcrest up 1.1 and Evolution up 3.2. But in Aussie dollar terms, although we did see a big rise in bullion prices overnight, in Aussie dollar terms, it is barely registering any change. 26.26 in Aussie dollar terms. Coal stocks, though, today flying on the back of the coal price rise. We had Coronado up 8.8%. CRN, the stock code there. Yan Coal up 7%. Sol Patterson, which owns a big chunk of New Hope, was up only 0.3%. New Hope up 5.2%, and Whitehaven up 5.9%. So that was certainly rounding out the resource story, which was the highlight of the day today. Industrials pretty flat, Aristocrat down 3%. We saw some of the REITs down as well, Centre Group down 2%. Amcor was down nearly 2%. And Telstra ex-dividend today down half a percent. But the banks were where the damage was done to some extent. The big bank basket falling 0.8 of a percent. CBA managed to dodge the bullet 0.13 of a percent down. But NAB's down 1.3 percent. Westpac down 1.7. And ANZ down 2.2 percent. Why were the banks under pressure? Well, U.S. banks were under pressure as U.S. 10-year yields fell. The flight to safety in treasuries uh, taking place at the moment. Our own 10-year yields also fell big time today, down to 2.09%, a big drop for those yields as we did see money flowing into Australian treasuries and US treasuries as well on that flight to safety. As a result, with these bond prices coming up and yields coming down, we saw QBE down 4.1%, IAG 4.4%, Suncorp 
down 1.6 and we saw a loss today in Challenger down 5.6% again and Magellan down a big 6.4% so that big short squeeze that we saw the other day following the results has evaporated and the shorts are back with a vengeance. Healthcare not doing much today. CSL minor change down 0.13. Sonic down 1.3 and Ramsey Health down 1.4%. Tech stocks a little bit mixed today. Computer share down 1.4. Square down 0.7. But Wise Tech up 1.3 and Zero up 0.7 of a percent. The All Tech Index down 0.4 of a percent today. Dow Futures currently up 158 points, so that is certainly helping sentiment a little bit at the moment. NASDAQ Futures also up over 100 points at the moment on the back of the State of the Union address. And as usual, no bad news is good news, I guess, if you're talking Ukraine and Russia. WTI crude in Asian time zones is up 4.8% and Brent crude now $110 US a barrel, 4.8% higher. Corporate news today, we had a good run today from Core Lithium, CXO, the stock there, up 15.1% on the back of an offtake agreement with Tesla. MVP, which is the Green Whistle painkiller company, uh, they had a really good run today. Up 31.7%. The FDA has cleared Penthrox as being allowed to proceed with trials, which will start at the end of this year and run for about two years. So that is a, a pretty good thing for MVP. Economic news today. We saw the GDP number come in 3.4%. A pretty good number there. And uh, that was certainly helping sentiment in the market today. That was ahead of estimates of 3.3%. Strong rebound from the 1.9% drop in the previous quarter, which, of course, was massively affected by Omicron. Running, running through the winners and losers today, we have Core Lithium, CXO, up 15.1%. 88E, the energy stock, 88 Energy, doing well today, up 13.04%. We had IHL, Incanex Healthcare, good volume as well today, was up 8.96%. Uh, Core Lithium, just going back to that one, they had a volume today of 79 million shares, and 88E had a volume of 260 million shares. So there's plenty of action happening in those two today. Coronado, also doing well on 11.8 million shares, CRN, up 8.8%. To $1.85. Polynovo catching the Avita bug that we saw a big rise yesterday after their results. They were up 7.3% today. PNV. Yankol, YAL up 7%. And Grange Resources, which has had an absolute stunning run on the back of their results recently, up another 6.5% today. So good news there for the Grange. In the losers corner, the naughty corner today, points bet, which gave back pretty much most of yesterday's rise. Uh, that was down 11.75%. New IPO of the day, 5E Advanced, fell 7.8% on debut. Not an ideal start to life as a listed Aussie company. It does own a project called Fort Caddy in Southern California. This is a lithium project. 
JHG under pressure. Janus Henderson down at 7.3%. Magellan MFG under pressure, 6.4% down. Dicker Data, which has had a good run in the last few days, was down 6.3%. Virgin Money VUK down 5.8%. And Australian Strategic Metals, Minerals, Materials was down 6% today. ASM, the stock code there. Zip falling 5.8% as well today. Uh, getting pretty close to that uh, placement price there. I suspect that will go under it. Sezzle down 8.2%. Uh, zip 195 at the close. Positive sectors today were the iron ore market, gold miners, energy and base metals. Negative sectors, the banks, insurers, REITs, industrials and tech and certainly those yields on the 10-year bond uh, to blame for the banks and insurers. 10-year yields crashing today, 2.09%. We did get GDP beating expectations. Brent crude above 110. The big bank basket down 0.8 of a percent. The Alltech index down today as well. That was down 0.4 of a percent. And uh, gold steady in Aussie dollar terms, 26.26. Bitcoin steady at 43.329, 43,329. The Aussie dollar, 72.59. Asian markets weaker today. Japan down 1.9, Hong Kong off 1.1, China down 1.1. Dow futures currently showing positive, but anything could happen. They are slightly better after the State of the Union address. Stocks on the move today. The coal stocks obviously doing well. Yankol and Coronado both pushing up. South 32 also doing well. Poster child there for base metals up 5.9% today. And RHY, Rhythm Biosciences, had a good day today. Up 8.1% after an investor presentation. COB, which is Cobalt Blue, rose 20.6% or 9.5 cents today to 55 and a half cents. They have been granted major project status in Australia. 6.3 million shares trading today. TIG, Tiger Realm, one of the few coal stocks that didn't do very well today, down 12 and a half percent. Bowen, uh, which we mentioned in the morning uh, newsletter, was up 4.2 percent today. BCB, the stock code there. TNT falling foul, cyber out of fashion, uh, hasn't really kicked on, had a couple of days of bouncing, but uh, cyber has been uh, not talked about so much, falling 8.1% today, and IPO of the day, we have done 5EA, that flagship project, Fort Caddy in Southern California, speculative stock of the day was Metals Australia, MLS, the code there. 62.6 million shares traded today, up 66% on outstanding lithium and rubidium rock chip results for Manindi project. Rock chip, of course, is just chipping away at the rocks and getting them assay, but it does give you an idea of what's around in the ground. In the news today, in a little more detail, Sigma has upgraded earnings guidance, expects underlying EBITDA to be around 10 to 15% on last year. Previous guidance was a 10% fall, uh, said the upgrade reflected the evolving COVID environment and the sudden increased demand for rapid antigen tests. I thought that was 
past us, I must admit. They seem to be everywhere now, but anyway. APM Human Services International posted a strong quarter across all states and achieved the highest star rating of the top 10 performers in the sector. Credit Suisse and UBS say outperform and buy it respectively with an average price target of 375 which is around 26% upside. Kathmandu's changing its name to KMD Brands. Big stuff. Telex Pharmaceutical is scrapping its share purchase plan at $7.70. I wouldn't have thought that took a genius to realise that that was going to fall flat, given the stock price at the moment is $5.16. So you can buy all you like, $2.50 below where that SPP is. So how much the market is changing. Core Lithium today, CXO, signed a deal to supply up to 110,000 dry metric tonnes of spodumene concentrate to Tesla at a market-referenced price. The deal is scheduled to commence from the second half of 2023. And Damstra Holdings, DTC, pointed as the technology partner for the 15.8 billion Northeast Link project to be delivered by Spark Consortium. In economic news today, the value of the average mortgage for an owner-occupier hit a record $635,600 in January. That's up from 200000 in 2002. So in 20 years, the average mortgage has risen from two hundred grand to six hundred and thirty-five grand. GDP, 3.4% in the December quarter. Head of estimates of 3.3%. Strong rebound from that 1.9% drop. Rising household consumption was partially offset by a 1.4% fall in private investment. And ANZ says that Russia may own $140 billion of U.S. uh, Chinese bonds. Everything is always connected. And lockdowns loom in Hong Kong. Shelves are being emptied. And today is OPEC Plus meeting, and they will decide whether they will raise production quotas, but they haven't been able to even get close to their production quotas as yet. President Biden, in his State of the Union address, uh, talked about the coordinated response of releasing strategic stockpiles from some countries, around 60 million barrels, which is around six days' supply from Russia. But it hasn't affected the oil price at all. It is a very short-term fix, and he did fail to mention how he was going to stimulate production out of the US. Uh, Biden, of course, standing with Ukraine, but a long way back at the moment and not committing boots or troops on the ground, which certainly doesn't escalate tensions. And he is also uh, very firmly behind NATO and has drawn a big, big line in the sand with NATO. He's also banned Russian aircraft in US skies. And Apple has pulled out of Russia. And crypto exchanges are resisting calls to ban Russian trades in crypto. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. You can head on over to the Marcus Today uh, website and catch up with all the news in greater detail. And if you're not yet a member of Marcus Today on the podcasts and you're listening, then you can sign up for a free trial there. That's it from me. Have a great evening.